1: It's one thing for the New York Times and Washington Post of the world to mock Mike Pompeo for a theory that was based on science. It's another thing for us to continue to hide our heads in the sand and play politics with this important issue. We can't let that happen. We've got to figure out how this came to be. And we have to stop the Chinese Communist Party from doing the kind of things that could next time kill not 3 million, but 30 million. Sean
2: Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hey, Mikey-Wikey's right. Former uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo talking about the Wuhan lab. You know, it's funny. I'm Sean. Hi. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. Hi. How y'all doing? I see you. I see you. I see you. And I see you. Someday I'm going to end up in the ICU. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, and, uh, it's funny because, you know, overnight, in one 24 hour period, okay, all the people who were not cool 24 hours ago have now become cool. At least from my perspective. Okay. Uh, and what I mean is, uh, is, uh, you know, John Stewart, uh, I, I haven't really thought has been very cool. He's, he's a real liberal guy and I was never a big fan of the daily show. Although I will say John Stewart is funny as hell. John Stewart is funny as hell, uh, and I always did think he was funny. I just disagree with his politics. Okay, the guy they have on there now isn't funny at all. He sucks, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, the,
1: the Daily Show took off when John Stewart took you know took over.
2: Who was it before that? I Can't even remember Craig now. Craig Kilborn. Oh God, wasn't it? I, I I don't remember back that far. But he, you know, I always liked him because I always thought he was funny. And John, but you know, he got kind of whiny near the end there, and became uncool. And now he's uh, he's cool again uh, because he goes off on the Colbert Show, who is kind of like his, you know. I mean, it, it, it's it's Colbert's show, but Colbert wouldn't be Colbert without John Stewart. Let's face it; he'd still be doing commercials, you know. Uh, and and John Stewart just goes off on the Wuhan lab and how you know because I mean, that's a bozo. No, no, you're not supposed to say anything that this could have come from the lab because that's what Trump said. And if Trump said it, it must be wrong. Can't agree with it. My favorite line is okay. Let's say how did he put this? Let me, I got to look up the actual quote here. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, this is my this, when I heard this. I heard this for the first time on the Riccardi show. Uh Let's see. Uh, he said, saying uh, uh, that the, uh, the, the it, it's far-fetched to believe that the coronavirus pandemic originated from a Chinese coronavirus lab, comparing it to an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. Maybe a, ste- a steam shovel mated with a coca bean, or maybe it's the blanking chocolate factory. Yes. Home run. And Stephen Colbert looked like he just wanted to swallow his own eyes you know he just looked like he was oh he was just so nervous and uh so so John Stewart's cool Charles Barkley is cool even though for 10 or 15 years right he's been making fun of big old women in San Antonio and I've gone after him remember on the old show Chris we used to go after him uh and I'd I'd say uh uh, you know, hey, 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 Charlie, if you looked in the mirror lately, you know, but it was never a big deal because you know what, we do have big old women down here in San Antonio, and that's what I love about San Antonio. You know why? You know why big old women in San Antonio are great? Two reasons. First off, we got great food, right? The best food on the planet right here in this town. And secondly, okay, they're big in all the right places. So there you go. Big old women in San Antonio. And the the people at Turner, what are you looking at me like? You're shocked, Chris? You know what? I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You go to Delaware, you're seeing women who are big in all the wrong places. Okay. Those chicks need a wheelbarrow. You know.
1: There's only one curve.
2: There's only one curve, one awkward looking curve. Um, so you know, I. I uh, but he got shut down. He said he went on uh, some podcast and was saying, well. They told me not to do stuff like that anymore. They told me not to make fun of uh, make fun of uh, San Antonio women anymore because it'll offend people. And he said, "Well, I, it's not like I even talk about them anymore because their team sucks now, which they do." So let's see. Let's write uh, the John Stewart's now cool after being uncool for a while. Charles Charles Barkley is cool again after not being cool for a while. And let's face it, Vladimir Putin is kind of cool right now because he's making Biden look like an ass. Boy, that's going to be a thrilling confab they're having right there. Can you can you imagine? Because just, just the, the they when I first got in this morning, they had just released <laughs> they had just released the photograph of uh, of uh, of Putin and and Biden sitting in their chairs. And and let's be honest, who looks like the tougher guy? Who looks like the guy that's really in control? Putin's got the legs far apart, man. Just so you know, he's got the blanks. You know, here they are. They're right here. Look, here they are. You know, he's he's mansplaining. He has this icy, slightly sociopathic look in his eye. Like he could just reach over and rip out Biden's trachea, you know, with a pinky. And you wouldn't even see it happen. You know, whoosh. And, and Biden's got the legs crossed, you know, and he's, he's got that stupid toothy grin of his. He's been faking for, a hundred years. And it's just this, the contrast is startling. Meanwhile, uh, you know, the Russians, uh, we know they're hacking stuff. We know that, right? So you, you're sitting next to a guy that you know is hacking major is, at least it's happening in Russia. These, these hacks are happening out of Russia on the, uh, on the fuel, uh, the pipeline on the, uh, the media folks. The meat producers. <laughs> Meanwhile, Russia is also right on. Russia is also conducting military naval military uh, 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 drills and uh, stuff uh, a few hundred miles off the coast of Hawaii. So obviously, Putin ain't rattled at all by Joe Biden. Man, he is not rattled. He couldn't care less. Couldn't care less about Joe Biden. And yet the media are gushing, and let, let the gushing begin, man. You heard a little bit there at the top of the hour with ABC, AB Puke there. He's, you know, Biden is just right, ro- America's back. We're back. Did you know we're back? We laid down for a nap for a little while, and we got up, and now we're back. America's back with a walker and some prune juice, you know, and... uh So we're going to be hearing this noxious crap all day long about how wonderful this all is, you know. Oh, by the way, it's okay to celebrate July 4th, as long as you're celebrating our independence from the pandemic, which is also Joe Biden's doing. So we're celebrating all things Joe today on the Sean Show. Uh 599 Look at MSNBC. Second round of Biden-Putin meeting underway. Biden-Putin summit. It's not a summit, man. <laughs> Biden-Putin summit. There it is right there on the screen, Chris. Look with that thrilling thrilling, uh, uh, camera shot of the chateau there in Geneva. (laughs) There's something happening in there. Something amazing. The greatest president who's ever breathed air in his lungs is really shaking down Vlad Putin. Meanwhile, Putin's, you know, like sitting there in a chair just watching Joe try to, you know, open the door, (laughs) having problems getting the door open.
1: It's a showdown.
2: It's a showdown. 210 210- <laughs> 599 What do you think? Uh, we'll take some calls on the Biden-Putin, uh, whatever the hell this is. And the uh, the really nauseating gush fest that is American journalism right now. Who do you think comes out on top, man? Well, I think we already know. Putin's sitting there with his legs spread as far as <laughs> <like>, a <yeah>, man. <laughs> okay, 210-599-5555. Uh, let's take a little breaky-wakey. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How the hell are you? Today we kick off a new segment Weekly segment uh, with Cleto Rodriguez. Here's Cleto. We're calling it. (laughs) Don't have to wonder. He's here every Wednesday. He'll call us up here in a little bit, uh, 10.05. See what's going on with him and have a few laughs. Uh, And that's going to be every Wednesday now at 10.05, so that'll be cool. Uh, We're talking about Vlad and Joe. And what you think about this, you know, this uh, history-making meeting? It, the 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 coverage is just thrilling. That is one thrilling shot, one thrilling steady shot of a chateau in Geneva. Chris, is that near Bruges? Is Bruges in Bruges in Belgium? It's in the vicinity. Vicinity is that near Bruges? I don't know why I just like saying the word Bruges. It's funny to me. It's a town in Belgium. A town called Bruges here's chin chin how you doing what's going hey, on hey it's good to hear from you sir hope, how you hope doing buddy you and the family are doing well <laughs> thank you sir uh, we doing are
1: well sir thank you the hell am i am doing well because you said how the hell are you doing
2: yeah. <laughs> nice so what's going on oh, man?
1: so well here's the deal uh, i'm not i'm definitely not a uh an expert with the economy or anything else like this but my my comment is this see how russia has always been kind of having those oil games and no one has ever taken a look at venezuela Hmm. I want you or I want somebody to pay attention to see what's going on in the reaction between Venezuela and Russia. I think Venezuela is sort of a sleeping giant, and I think that something's going to blow up here pretty soon.
2: And, and why, why do you think that? I mean, what's uh, what?
1: Well, okay, so you know the whole Green Deal that they're pushing and they want to change right. petroleum and they want to do away with all the diesel cars. You know, obviously that's unrealistic, but <clears throat> the, here's the situation. So, you know, I read an article the other day that if there are not continued you know investments in the oil industry you know crude oil could shoot up to you know 150 200 barrel right right obviously if that happens you know at 200 bucks i'd predict eight dollar gallon gas or it could be close to that now having said that venezuela has already pushed their country into basic poverty with hyperinflation their people are desperate mm. <clears throat> he's got full control so my theory is is that if there's collusion between russia and venezuela with the unsettlement in the middle east as usual it always seems like we're always having issues there um uh, i believe there's going to be a little bit of shifting in power uh, and i think ultimately whoever holds all that crude oil reserve is going to make the difference now, well that makes sense I'm wrong
2: R- right well i mean we'll, yeah, we'll, I hope, I, I, we'll have to see yeah, man I, i'm wrong Sean, but yeah. the, yeah, we'll have to see. But it's well, there's a couple there. there the definitely, we're, I, I gotta run to, uh, definitely our economy is, uh, they're trying to tank our economy right now, or, or the, the folks, whoever the folks who are running this country, trying to turn us into Venezuela. Or, uh, or a form of, uh, uh some form of communism. Uh, let's go to Richard. Richard, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
0: Hey there, Sean. Hey. Uh, you know, by the end of the day, uh we're gonna be real lucky if biden doesn't sell alaska back to russia you know? i mean <laughs> think about it where did we get alaska <laughs>
2: right right that's funny man
0: and by the way he's going to want the commission for selling the property too
2: right him. or you know he'll he'll work it through hunter somehow you know hunter will suddenly become a, a expert on alaska i gotta run man there are 210 599 anybody wants to talk about vlad Putin? here's uh, mark how you doing
0: Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, uh, uh, Sean. Hey, you know what? I, you know what I would wish? I wish that uh, you know, cause he looks bored right now talking to to uh, Biden. I wish he would come out and say, you know what? I don't trust your administration because you once you to tried to accuse us of stealing the election in 2016. Can you imagine if he said that?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, I would, you know, I would hang up a poster in my man cave of Putin. Man, if, if Putin got the balls to do that
2: well i think he's got the he's got the uh the uh the testicular fortitude see how i got around that uh but he uh you know by uh- sit, just, the, just the way he's sitting there you know and that with that opening shot with the uh you know he he's letting everybody know that and i gotta go he's letting everybody know he's got the testicular fortitude and uh you know joe he just <laughs> John Hayward, call him this morning on the on the where on the Wear show or, or on Trey show. Uh, shuffling hobo, like some just some ordinary random shuffling hobo. That's what he looks like, man. For all we know, Putin's just watching him wander around the room. They're not even talking. You know what I mean? And Joe's just like. Kind of lost in the corner, doesn't know where he is. Putin's just sitting there, you know, like he's got the Michael Corleone fingers to the chin, you know, where he's kind of leaning on his hand, just watching Joe just shuffle around the room aimlessly.
1: Listening to the same story fit five times.
2: Right. And then I told Corn Pop, blah, 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 blah. Corn Pop. Oh, is the fourth time you have told me the Corn Pop story. Would you sit down? Sit down before you fall down. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Jeff. Jeff, how you doing, Jeff? Morning, John. Hey, hey.
0: John, I got a, you got a good, You got a big audience here. I think you need to do a survey. Two or Two answer survey. One question. If Putin reaches over and snaps Biden's neck like a rotten twig, <laughs> what should the United States do? Number one, well, a war on Putin. Or number two. Send him a fruit bag.
2: Oh, well, we don't wanna, we don't, I don't want to wish any harm on the president. That's not cool. We did say yesterday it would be kind of interesting if Putin just kind of, like, smacked him upside the head. You know what I mean? You wake up. <laughs> I'm talking. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. 599 But, you know, it's, it's, it's a non-story right now. There's no story right now. There's no story. All right? But they're covering it wall to wall, dude. 210-599-5555. Uh, Constitutional carry we'll talk about. John Stewart's a badass. We'll talk about that. And uh in fact, I, I think Chris has the audio now. We'll, uh, I want to I want to hear the the Austin part of uh John Stewart's rant when we get back, because that was hilarious, man. John Stewart is cool again. God, he got old though, didn't he? Whoo. What am I saying? I got old too. 21059. What are you nodding your head for, Chris Glasgow? Yeah, I'm old. All right, I'm older. I'm, I'm old. Well, sort of old. I'm not young. 2105995585 at Sean on Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. You might go. Here's Chris. He's done. I see you. I see you. I see you. I I just saw a really dorky picture of the mayor. Can I just say that you can, before I get to like talking about John Stewart, we haven't mentioned the mayor in a while, in a while Mayor nuremberg <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> I guess the San Antonio Book Festival is is uh, back in town. That's uh, I, I've always wanted to go actually to the book festival. I like books. But on his Facebook page, I don't know going to be seeing this or not, Chris, Nuremberg's Facebook page, he's talking about the San Antonio Book Festival. Now, this is a completely, you know, contrived picture of a politician, all right? He's sitting there, and he's got a, a yellow shirt for the San Antonio Book Festival, which is the color of pee, really, after a big old plate of asparagus. It's just that bright, you know... Like,
3: like you've ever eaten asparagus.
2: I eat a lot of asparagus, okay, Mr. Man. I like asparagus. I I'm never, a Caucasian. I've never seen it. Uh, and, he's, and, he's got, and he's got, you know, and he, it's, a, it's a T-shirt, but then he's got a book on his lap open. Because it's the book festival, right? And he's got this big grin on his face. Like he's just loving this book. You know what the book is? <laughs> Trees live here. The Arboretums of America. Because that's some fascinating reading right there. That would be fascinating. The reason I bring it up is he did something I try to avoid as much as possible, okay? Which is to type the word y'all. 2021's event was a must-see, but I'm really looking forward to seeing y'all in person next year. I think think only people who were born here, Chris, should say y'all. Like, I I don't naturally say y'all. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, come on over now. Y'all, come on! I'm from I'm from Maryland. We don't say y'all in Maryland. I'm just saying y'all don't? it's like well, it's like you're trying to like be Texasy, you know, by typing the word y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? I try to avoid that sort of thing.
3: I'm just saying it's us saying that is like somebody from Texas trying to say use guys,
2: right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> forget about it. Well, you're it, you're it's guys. that's not the same, you know. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing y'all in person, little Buckaroo. You know, so anyway, I just want to put that out there. Two utes, two utes. Exactly, is a ute. Um, now to John Stewart. Uh, do we have the uh, the the audio of the the Austin line? Because I heard this yesterday. I heard it on the Riccardi show for the first time. It just cracked up, man. This is John Stewart with uh, it, who arguably was Stephen Colbert's mentor, right? At one point, and he's on Colbert's show. And he's going off on the coronavirus coming out of the Wuhan lab. And he says this about Austin.
0: It could be possible that they have the lab
4: in
2: Wuhan to study the novel coronavirus diseases because... In Wuhan, there are a lot of novel coronavirus diseases because of the bat population sure, no, there. I understand. It's it. like the saying, "It's like, a, a local second. specialty, and it's the only place to find bats."
0: You won't find bats. Nobody's no. saying oh, why. Oh wait, Austin, Texas has thousands of them that fly out of a cave every night. Every night it does. Is there a, a coronavirus? in Austin coronavirus? No, it doesn't seem to be an Austin coronavirus. <laughs> the only coronavirus we have is in Wuhan. <laughs> Yes. Where they have a lab called, what's the lab called again, Stephen? Ah! The Wuhan Novel Coronavirus Lab. I believe that's
2: uh-huh. the that case. <laughs> he is a funny dude when he gets going. He really, really is. And he's right. He's absolutely right. I also think the Wuhan uh, Coronavirus came from the Wuhan Coronavirus Lab. I mean, call me crazy. Well, we've been saying that forever. You're crazy. Well, I just, you never, the bat on a stick thing just never made sense to me, you know. Oh, give me bat on a stick, you know, and, uh, you know, with some honey mustard. And some, you know, I mean, the the, the, gnawing on a bat and some guy gets a coronavirus. I'm just saying, that sounds like something you get a fiesta, right? Bat on a stick. (laughs) little jalapeno on top. Uh, you know, they got a freaking lab there, man. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that was kind of, well, and Trump said it, Trump said it very early, and this is how bad things are. Trump said it very early on because he's right. He's called the China. Remember how he used to like stretch the word out? The China virus. China. He took such joy in saying that too, because he knew all the reporters are going to call him a racist. It's the China virus. Because it originated in, you almost want I, just once. I wanted Trump to go China, just stretch it out, you know. China, 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 China. Hold on. And of course, because Trump said it, it's crazy, right? You know, and he can't, you can't think about the it's, It must have been naturally occurring because Trump said it came out of the lab. And John Stewart, and, and I think this is what needs to happen with the woke crowd: is that people got to start saying you know calling bs on this stuff because the 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 the, the upper or the top of the food chain as far as american journalism right now they are gonna lie they're gonna lie like a rug they're gonna lie all the time man they lie it's like they're lying right now my god msnbc continuing coverage of biden putin meeting there's not there's nothing there's no news right now we don't know what's going on but it's continuing freaking coverage of biden putin meeting They've, look, look, Chris. They got a steady shot of the chateau. It never. Go, they've got the chateau in the corner of the screen now during the commercial break. Just so you know, it's still going on, man. There's something going on in there. There's something going on in there, and it's historic. Look at that. It's in. Look, It look, takes up two, one third of the screen. They're in a commercial break on MSNBC. <laughs> look at that, Biden-Putin summit. There are no commercials at the summit. And there's the there's the, there's the Chateau, Geneva, even says Geneva. Again, is that near Bruges? And then they got it at the bottom of the damn continuing coverage of Biden-Putin meeting. And look, Putin's name is in red because he's a damn communist. And all communists are red, represented by red, so because he's a communist, it's red. You know, for all we know, Biden's been in the bathroom for like 40 minutes, you know, and nobody knows what the hell happened.
1: They're still trying to pick a board game to play.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, champ, you sank my battleship. That's right. I'm going to sink them all. (laughs) (laughs) There's the Chateau, Geneva,
3: right there, right there.
2: (laughs) I mean, come on, man! Get a hold of yourselves, man! Get a grip! Not like that, Chris.
3: You don't think they're playing Clue?
2: (laughs) Clue. Joe doesn't have one, so that'd be kind of hard for him.
3: Jenga. Maybe they're playing playing (laughs) Jenga Jenga.
2: (laughs) with grenades. (laughs) No, with blocks of plastic. (laughs) Jenga, black blocks. This is how we play in my town.
3: (laughs) Boom. High stakes Jenga. High stakes Jenga, <laughs> man, with
1: Plastique. No, Putin go for a sure bet. They want to play
2: memory. <laughs> memory.
3: <laughs> Could you refresh the rules for me, there, champ? They started out easy with, <sighs> with Candyland and <laughs> <laughs> shoots
2: and ladders. Shoots and shoots ladders. And ladders. <laughs> yeah. They're working up to parchisi,
3: <laughs> but the-
2: Jenga. Jenga with Plastique <laughs> I just think Biden's still in the bathroom And you know he's just like is he ever coming out 210-599-5555 uh, two, two nine, nine, uh, I want to give Steve on I want to give Steve plenty of time Steve hang on through the break uh, We'll be right back It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA Hi this is Trey Ware And you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA And FM 1071 Stay connected New stock 550 KTSA 953, the first edition of Here's Cleto, uh, coming up at 1005. We uh were hanging out together with uh, uh, Humor for Heroes over the weekend. Started saying talking to Cleto, they want to come on the show and we'll just hang out. Uh 210 We're also talking about the, the Biden Putin meeting. Or I guess MSNB Puke is calling it a summit. And, uh, Steve, hang on. We, we just had some news. They just released a photograph from inside the summit. They released a photograph. Biden is fiddling with a pen, and Putin looks like he wants to, you know, start flinging throwing stars or something. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing, man? Oh, I hit the wrong button. What? Oh, there he is. Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call. What are you Um, thinking? The Democrats lie, cheat, and steal, and they want the
0: rest of us to be willing accomplices in their crimes. But only the weak are willing to do so. Uh, Putin is everything that Biden wishes he was and everything that Biden has lied about being all of, through all of his life. Putin actually did grow up in the mean, rough streets of, of, of Russia. Right. But it would be so sweet if Putin leaned over, looked into Biden's eyes and said, you are correct. I am a killer. And then watch Biden make water. Watch Biden make water pants and wet himself like a little girl that he is.
2: You're right. I am a killer. And then maybe even take out a gun and blow one of his own dudes away, you know, right there at the table. <laughs> <laughs> <terrible>. Yes, sir. <laughs> that, uh, that might be a little much, but... A little extreme, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody, one of his own staff says something that, he, that displeases him, he just pulls out like a, like a Beretta and blows the guy away right there at the table. You were saying, Mr. President.
0: <laughs> Bring, brings the
2: guy's Brings the guy's head in a, on a, <laughs> in a clear jar, soaking in water. Oh my! Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm just thinking James Bond stuff now. Yeah, see this have, guy have the, the, in have the dinner with it. The, thanks, man. I appreciate the calls. Dude. You know, it has the guy's head in the jar. <laughs> I didn't like what he had to say, Mr. President. But the photograph, you know, they, they that's that's news. Look, it's still. Expanded Biden Putin meeting in Geneva.
1: They're closer to the building.
2: They're closer to the chateau. MSNBC has uh, has uh, released a photograph taken from inside the summit. Breaking news. Uh, blah, blah, blah 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 blah. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm still thinking about big old women here in San Antonio, man. I think it's funny. I think it's cool that Charles Barkley is it just told just said it outright that like and I heard Riccardi talk about this last night, and it's true that you know, even though we used to uh you know dance, do a little tap dance on Charles Barkley's noggin back in the day on the old show when he'd bring up big old women in San Antonio, I, I thought it was funny actually. And he uh, admitted that uh over at Turner Broadcasting they uh, put the kibosh on uh, Charles Barkley talking about big old women in San Antonio because it might it might offend some well big old women in San Antonio. And uh, he said he's only going to work till he's sixty. God, I wish I could say that. I'm only going to work till I'm sixty. I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I want to. I do what, I would like an end date at some point in my life. You know. I, I know old DJs don't really retire. We just sort of fade into static. But you know. He said he said I, I'm I'm quitting when I'm sixty. So I don't care. What they do, but they ap- apparently told him to stop talking about San Antonio, and he said, "Well, I'm not talking about him anyway because their team sucks right now," which they do. Charles Barkley is now cool, whereas before this day he was not cool. Just like John Stewart is now cool, Chris, whereas John Stewart was not cool. Vlad Putin oddly is cool, staring down Joe Biden, which isn't exactly a difficult task. <laughs> I wonder if Biden actually looks him in the eye or if Biden, like, you know what I mean? Like when you stare at somebody, because like you see the picture, Putin is just glaring at them, glaring at the dude across the table with his hands folded, just staring at Biden. You wonder if Biden's like looking in the corner of the room, you know, <laughs> looking down at his pen. Yeah. You know. So uh, thrilling news. Uh, yes, a picture was released from the Chateau. We have a close up version of the a video of the Chateau. And Kletto coming up at uh, 10.05 on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
3: First of all, I didn't call in about it personally fat in San Antonio. <laughs> I was just joking around. Sean Rima, 9 till 11.
2: <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yes, indeed. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Uh, five minutes after 10. That was Charles Barkley. And joining us right now for the first edition on the Sean show of here's Cleto, Cleto Rodriguez how you doing man
0: hey what's going on Sean how you doing
2: another day in paradise man another day in paradise did you catch any of that Charles Barkley stuff about uh, you know he, he basically they they've they've told him he can't talk about big old women in San Antonio anymore on, on TBS
0: no i did not, i missed <laughs> that one
2: he's saying that he can't talk because you remember a few years ago he he was, he was he, we we were giving him no, hell all no, over the no, air no. because he was talking about big old women and san antonio and i personally am proud of the big old women in san antonio uh we
0: like them Rosedale already you know what i'm saying we just you know they're beautiful ladies
2: they are beautiful ladies and uh and he said that at turner they told him he couldn't do that anymore because it's offensive you know as a comedian i've been wanting to ask you this you know this whole woke thing first off what are your initial thoughts on that and has, has this affected you in any way
0: uh, you know, actually, it's kind of interesting because uh, the whole – ever since – I mean, I remember seeing Seinfeld talk about political correctness. Uh, he was at doing a gig at uh, Columbia somewhere, and he was saying that, you know, they had wind up booing him on some of the jokes. And he was like, you know, you guys – you know, political correctness is going to kill comedy. And sure enough, you know, it, it's hit a lot of comedians, friends of mine. It's, for me, not so much, you know, but uh, you, you, you kind of uh, – tip your toe around certain things because you don't want to offend anybody. Now right. nowadays it's not even offend but you just lose your career completely. So it's kind of a uh, – you know, I was I was playing a game the other day, uh, watching uh I believe it was like the uh celebrity roast, like Dean Martin Celebrity Roast. Oh man. I was counting down what how many how many comedians they had on there like Don Wrinkles and everybody else that they could not do what they did today.
2: Oh, they couldn't? You know,
0: even Rodney Dangerfield, I played a game, it was 30 jokes you couldn't say today. <laughs> it 30, 30, 30, it's sad, though, 30, man. You know,
2: it. <laughs> well, it, it's sad, you know, because uh, Adam Carolla said this a few weeks ago. He said uh, uh, you know the comedians are kind of the last bastion or the last line of defense for free speech. <laughs> you know? and uh, yeah,
0: it, it, used to be, it used to be that way, where we used to be like the modern-day prophets, Right And uh, no longer, it's it's pretty much now kind of. Uh, and again, for myself, I've never been one to, you know, if, if my if I knew some of my stand-up was going to offend somebody, okay, I'd I back off from a little bit or I'd touch a little bit back. But the majority of the time, I would be doing stuff. I did have one incident where I wind up talking about something my dad said, and it really offended somebody. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my dad's just offensive. My dad is like, if you remember Archie Bunker, like, like I'll tell you right now. If my dad has no filter whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, he is like, if you if you put Archie Bunker, George Jefferson, and Fred Sanford in, and you throw in some Tabasco sauce, that's my dad. <laughs> that's my dad. Right. He has no, and he is like, all the way across the board. He does not care. He does if he doesn't. He says it like it is, and that's it. If you have, you know, if you have thin skin, forget it. Don't go to his house. I can tell you that right now. <laughs>
2: Well, we need more of that, you know, we need more of that. I, 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 well, I'm serious, you know, and that's why on this show I, I try to let it go as much as possible, you know, and just and say, I think we're always better off just saying exactly what, what's on our minds in the most honest way possible. Uh,
0: yeah, 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 and I'm a, I'm a big listener of your show, and I love how when you get Chris and Don in there, it's almost like, should we called Sean Ryman the Funky Bunch?
2: <laughs> the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Don and Chris, you want me to call y'all the Funky Bunch? What do you think about that?
1: Well, it's funky by default because of you, we're with you. Are, is this a bathing thing again?
3: Oh, yeah, always. Well, yeah, it always comes back to that. Plus, Mark Wahlberg is not using that any longer. So,
2: oh, I'll see yeah, how you we are. Can, we can it's take it's it, free. It's right. free. Clado, did you think I smelled bad when you when he saw me on Saturday? Was I smelling? Because these guys are always giving me hell about you know my bathing.
0: Well, I tell you what, Sean, it was 180 degrees <laughs> outside when we saw you up there at the, uh, and I was sweating up. I mean, I was walking around smelling like chicharron, so I don't know
1: how you smell.
0: So I mean, I could imagine how I smell. So, you know, thank you again for doing that. Uh, we appreciate you helping us out over there at the Caliente Harley Davidson.
2: Oh, I love humor for heroes. We because the first time I got to get involved was the lip sync contest a few years ago. That's right. And uh, we're going to do another one. I think hopefully uh, is September, right?
0: absolutely hopefully if everything goes well yeah and there's no other, some no other pandemic comes around we'll be all right
2: <laughs> right so, now what do you what do you got going on i know you've had some changes but you you got a lot going on for yourself right now don't you
0: yeah well you know what i mean i know the answer to the question where's coletto unemployed <laughs> all right so now i'm working on on some uh some stuff i had on the back burner i just kicked off my podcast last week so if you guys you know want to go check it out, the Clepto Experience, over there on uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Clepto Rodriguez Comedy. And then also working on a new uh, – kind of a new show on the lines of Where's it's built up, but it's uh, kind of uh, just basically going to uh, different jobs and that kind of thing. And right. then also uh, I just had my very first comedy special now available on Amazon Prime come out last year. Now, let me tell you something, Sean. That was pretty much – uh, pretty much a God thing right there, because uh, I take that I recorded that thing three years ago. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden, it just didn't. I couldn't. You know, if you were in a name, you were not going to get on Netflix, Amazon, anything. And for some reason, 2020, you know, it came out and uh, a buddy of mine said, hey, look, you know, your your comedy special is now available on Amazon Prime. And, and, uh, and congratulations! He's went worldwide. So you know, right now I'm pretty huge in Japan, Germany, and Poti. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> about what the outcome is going to be coming out. So yeah, y'all can go take a look at that on Amazon Fire called Glenna Rodriguez. Then we'll get the heck out of here, and you'll see. You'll see. i talk about my dad in there too. So
2: <laughs> well, you you were cracking me up because you were talking about your dad with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, my, I mean, yeah. I don't want to ruin the joke, but it was funny as well, hell, no, man. No, no, it,
0: and it is it, and it's not a joke, it's a true story. My dad and my dad has a love relationship with my aunt and they're like, remember if Sanford and Aunt Esther? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. ten times that. <laughs> I mean, they just can't stand each other and they're both widowed. So my sister oh. out of you know, just for kick, just threw out to my aunt that, Yeah, you you're single, my dad's single, why don't y'all guys hook up? And my aunt said, I'd rather sit on an ant pile and douse myself with lighter fluid and just let it fly, let the match <laughs> fly right on. And I told my dad, and my dad, I really can't say the words he said on air because they were, like, pretty bad. Right. And But he did say, he goes, you know what, mijo, if I was you, I would go kiss your theater goodbye because she's going to be gone. I said, what do you mean she's going to be gone? Because tomorrow I'm going to call ISIS, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> I go, ISIS, a terrorist group? He goes, no, ice. Stupid ice, the immigration. She's gone. She's gone. I go, oh ice. I go, dad. You can't call ice unless she's born here. He goes, we'll see.
2: We'll see. <laughs> That's perfect. That was hilarious. I said, wow. Man. <laughs> I said
0: he goes after they finished talking to her, you're gonna think she's married. He goes after they talked to me, they they're gonna think she's married. She's the, the 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 wife of the president of Mexico. I said, wow, dad, really? Wow, you told her to do that. And he'll tell her. He'll tell her stuff, Sean. He'll say, like, you know, you know your your aunt is a werewolf woman. She is, like, a werewolf woman, you know, I'm telling you right now. I go, Dad, you can't say that. Why not? Is this not my house? I'm sorry, is this my house? I thought this was my house. I go, it's your house, but you can't say that. He goes, why not? She's right there. <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> right there. Care, She's a care. werewolf woman. Yeah, he there is no PC with my dad whatsoever. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, we literally have to, like right now, I'm working up my way to go give up. He was the only person, Sean, during COVID that, that loved being quarantined. Because he didn't have to see people. He <laughs> didn't like people.
2: Right. He, he like enjoyed family. it. He didn't
0: like my mom's family. He didn't like his family. I don't even know if he likes us, to be honest with you. Seriously. <laughs> and I called him, and I told him, Dad, we're going to come over and drop off your Father's Day gift. And this is what he says. No, mijo, don't come over because, you know, I got the COVID. <laughs> <And hung up. laughs>
2: I got the COVID. Don't come I even over. Know
0: if that's what COVID sounds like, but they. <laughs> <and hung up>. <laughs> Jeez. I was <laughs> like, wow. Okay.
2: That's okay. funny. Okay. You know, well, you know, what's what cracked me up, too, is the. Is not my house? Is my house, right? Because, like. You know, like, you get a couple of beers and me, and, like, I start going off on that random my house. Like, this is, like, Eddie Murphy. Remember Eddie Murphy? This is my, see that? That's my my roof. See that? That's my bathroom. My bathroom. That's my toilet. That's my floor. And that's when they all just get up and go to their rooms and (laughs) forget uh, that I'm there.
0: But I just told you about my dad. That's sober.
3: That is sober. Excellent.
0: I mean, we we he's there with his cigar. He thinks he's he thinks he's patent every time we go to his house. You know, it's just like Come on, you know, uh, you know. I mean, and he comes out with every story. I mean, it doesn't matter. There's there's no gossip he has not heard or started. Let me just put
2: <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh man. Well, I, I I hope you don't mind coming on every Wednesday. It sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Nah.
0: I I I appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, Thanks, it will. Take care, of yourself, bro.
2: Well, now the, what? The, again, uh, your comedy special is on is on.
0: Um... Amazon Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime,
2: Prime. Okay.
0: Right if you have Amazon Prime. Uh... Go check it out. Cleto Rodriguez, Devil, get the heck out of here. Make sure and uh, leave a review that helped me out to get another special. And if, if you like it, if you don't like it, don't do anything. Don't, go, go, don't <laughs> right. do anything. I'm
2: good. Don't do anything. <laughs> and then the YouTube channel, and you got a podcast going there as well.
0: Cleto Rodriguez comedy. That'd be perfect, guys.
2: Cleto, thank you so much, brother. You got it, buddy. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, man. Bye bye. Cleto Rodriguez, that's our, our new segment we're going to call it. Here's Cleto. He's, just a, he's, just a, he's such a good guy. You know, I really just dig that dude. He's a cool dude. And, uh, th- we are doing a, for hero, uh, humor for heroes, which is an organization I've, I've started to kind of, uh, you know, work with. In fact, Chris, we were, yeah, we were at, uh, uh, we were at Caliente, Harley Davidson on, on Saturday for a, a fundraiser for humor for heroes. And it was, we were, I was there with like Nina Duran and Cleto and we're like serving up the hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff. It's a hundred degrees.
1: And were you saying Caliente?
2: Well, I was like, oh, Caliente. Hot. I still got some of Nina Duran's makeup on my shoulder from when we, we hugged goodbye. You know, it's still there. Cause, uh, and some of my makeup came off on her as well. It well, was hot. Was
1: she in character or was she herself? No,
2: she was just herself. But...
1: I was going to say, then that's name.
2: <laughs> we got to get them on, too, just for the hell of it. It'd be fun. 210 599 5555 210 599 5555 Whatever's on your brain, we'll take a break. I want to talk about grunge music when I get back and Nirvana. Never mind, man. 30 damn years. That was a quick 30 damn years. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071.
0: Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM
1: 1071. Stay connected.
2: And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA. Our thanks to Kleto for joining us for the first segment of Here's Kleto. Also check out Humor for Heroes on Facebook and online. It's a great organization. I'm getting more and more involved with. Uh it basically it provides comedians, you know, for <laughs> and entertainment for our, our uh, for current and uh, uh, current uh, military folks and veterans. Also, uh, and this is what we're doing on Saturday, we raise money. To help folks out who are having some, uh, financial issues. So it's, it's a great organization. I really enjoy working with them. And, uh, uh, both with Cleto and, and my buddy Randy Garcia, who, uh, is out there. Uh, 210-599-5555. 30 years since Nevermind came out. 30 years. I think Don Morgan said the 24th. It'll be 30, 30 years.
3: Later, it's in September.
2: Oh, September! Right. Still thirty years,
3: right?
2: And stinking Dave Grohl and the stinking Foo Fighters. But you know, you look at Chris Kyrst Novoselic. Man, how that guy got old. Does <laughs> 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 that guy you see Kirst. Is it Chris? it's Chris? I could never, I'm never sure how to pronounce his name for thirty years.
3: K r i s.
2: Christ. Yeah. Chris Novoselic, the bass guy. Um, because Dave Grohl, I mean, yeah, I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan, but you you got to give him his due. I mean, he's he's had a whole second life after Nirvana with the Foo Fighters. They've wow. been doing it for 20 years or 30 years now, I guess 25 years. He's you know he's been very successful, mm-hmm. and damn him, he still looks great. <laughs> he's We're a, the same age, and he
3: <clears throat> I hate him. He he's the kind of the go between uh, with the with the guys we all grew up listening to, and then. You know, he's our age. Yeah. And he's kind of that gap between, you know, the McCartney's oh, and whatnot yeah. of the world. Because he's, he's played
2: with all those guys. Right. At this and point. then, you
3: know, he's kind of the gap between them and the, the generation coming up behind us. Right. You know, so.
2: Which is kind I, of what our whole stinking generation is, anyway. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Novoselic looks really old, though. You see him, he looks like some guy should be selling insurance. <laughs> you know, or CPA <laughs> or CPA. You know what I mean? It's like, ball. I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah. But, man, what a great record. Uh, you know, and I, when they came out, I was actually uh, out of and ra- I'd been in radio for a few years, and then I met a woman, moved in with her in Delaware, <laughs> got out of radio for just a couple of years, and I really was kind of disconnected from what was playing. I didn't really, you know, he listened to a lot of radio because it depressed me because I missed it. And so they, Nevermind, came out, and I remember seeing the album cover everywhere, and I'm like, who, who the hell are these guys? You know, what the hell is this? It's a dollar bill on the hook. You know, I thought it was kind of a cool design. But then he started hearing Come As You Are on the on the radio and and uh, uh, Teen, teen spirit, spirit, of course. And I'm like, ooh, I like these guys. And the song that really got me is when In Utero came out was uh, All Apologies, which I to this day is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then me, her and I broke up, and I moved back to Maryland, back with my parents, you know, because that's what I did. They would go live with a woman. Then I'd break up with them and go back to my parents' house. And I just like Nirvana. I was just grunge. I just discovered that whole uh, uh, that group that just all those guys: Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, and just fell in love. I mean, with the sound, the overall. But Nirvana were the kings. I was never Pearl Jam. I was one of those grunge snobs that looked down my snoot at Pearl Jam. You know, like they're Nirvana light. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But now I love them. You know, not because Eddie Vedder is just a fantastic singer, and and, uh, but I just love that music. I still do. Uh, and now that I got a CD player in my car. I'll be playing me some Nirvana. Mm-hmm. You can tell Trey doesn't like grunge though, because he, he he just gets this glazed look in his eye when we start talking about grunge. Right. I just have you noticed like, that? What's wrong with you? Like 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 today he was like, oh oh, you, you like Nirvana. So what do you like about them? And I'm like, I just I like that it's loud, it's angry. I like the lyrics. Oh oh, I see. And in his mind, he can just see him thinking, you black nail polish wearing communist hippie. <laughs> you <laughs> grunge listening. That's with the nail polish. Right. I'll take you out, back boy. You know, so he's not a, he's not a grunge fan, but I am. I I just I love it. I love it.
3: I love it does it. seem like it was a quick thirty years. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so and, and, here's th- and I can honestly say, <laughs> when they first came along, I didn't think it was anything new. It wasn't anything new to me, right? You know, I was oh, you know, they're just doing what everybody else did in the late seventies. Um, so it didn't really strike a chord with me. I was past all that angst and everything else by the time that came along. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. So, I was just discovering my angst. You know, all of, all of the people our age, were, you know what happens at that point. You're just getting out of college, you you dive into right. the pool that is real life and the swimming ain't easy. You know, and I and I think that's kind of helped people get through the, those times. I I
2: you know, I was the opposite. I I uh, first off, you know, I was just happy to have survived the 80s. Right. You know, I was kind of that guy from the 80s like oh. <laughs> Survive that crap. Let's see if I can make it through the '90s. Right, and and I hated the music in the late '80s. Like I hated the metal bands and the or the hair bands. Yeah, that
3: wasn't. I didn't get into
2: those. You know, just, winger. You know, I just hated them. And so when I discovered Nirvana, I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, because I liked it because it had almost a pop feel to the beat and the rhythm of the songs. Right, with these just insane guitars and i was such an angry dude in the in the late 80s early 90s i was just i know this may sound shocking to you guys but man i was just pissed off all the time
3: See, to me it was like i thought if the sex pistols knew how to play their instruments they they would have this sounded is sound this like. is what they would sound like <sighs> you know and I, I liked the video the smells like teen spirit oh, yeah. i thought the video was great i love dave grohl's drumming to this oh, yeah. day i still do um, I I just, I, I just, but it, uh, it wasn't like some big thing for me. Not
2: for you, but I, I just, man, and I, I, and I, and I liked it too, because I'd already been dressing like that for several years with the flannel shirts yeah. and the holy the same, jeans. I was
3: living in Maine, so <laughs> it's like a Maine tuxedo. You were wearing, <laughs> uh, yeah, you were wearing waiters Yeah, just to survive. <laughs> right,
1: all right, yeah, right, right. I could relate to the teen spirit, because I was
2: a teen.
3: You know, you know Chris, Chris yeah. you know, that
2: sucks, man. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, Chris, for chiming in. From the cheap seats there, we appreciate it. You are a teenager. <laughs> I'm exactly, Kurt Cobain's only a few weeks, of, I mean, we we're both October babies of right. 1967. Right. So I, I've always kind of tracked my life just thinking about where Kurt would be now.
3: Let me ask you this, when, that, when he committed suicide, right. was it a surprise to you? Because I remember I was watching the news that night, and it came on, it was one of the stories on the news and i i looked at my my ex wife and i said well you know it's no surprise it's unfortunate but i'm i can't say i'm surprised that this is the way I, he went
2: out. no i wasn't surprised yeah, right i mean he you know i knew enough about him at that time that no it wasn't a surprise yeah um heroin was big in that community yeah, definitely. <laughs> heroin is kind of a depressant it'll bring you down you know i mean and uh, and he was kind of a dark thinking guy anyway I also know that he suffered, which is where Penny Royal tea came from, from just crippling stomach pain for whatever reasons. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Courtney. <laughs>
3: well, <you> know, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but alone would have done it.
2: Either. You know, she was a lunatic, so mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I, I, it didn't surprise. You. I hate to say that none of those guys how things have turned out for a lot of them has really surprised me.
3: The the one that surprised me was Chris Cornell. That, that yeah, he,
2: he, I didn't really get that. Yeah,
3: I, I thought of all of the guys that came, all of the bands that came around at the time. Yeah, that was the voice that stood out to me. Because oh, I yeah. thought this guy can sing like nobody's business.
2: I think he yeah. and Wyland are probably the two and, best and, singers of the that whole group. And that was
3: probably my, my favorite band of that of that yeah. time was STP. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah,
2: they were. And uh, and and you know both guys. Yeah, I,
3: unfortunate.
2: I, I I don't know why I, you know I don't know why that is you know but, but it, it's I hate to say it, it's in the music you know yeah, but, but it's in the music. Well, you, you know, live that life. You, you live yeah. that life, you know, and and. Uh, uh, I, it's it's sad because most of them are gone right uh from from in the and i'm talking the iconic dudes right cornell scott wyland uh kurt obviously you know and and uh and it's it's sad because you really i really would like to have seen what cobain would have been doing now yeah. you know what i mean right cuz he was such a Weird guy and edgy, and just yeah. didn't give a crap what people thought. You know, uh, I, I think that's what I liked about all of them the most is they probably, just didn't care.
3: Probably, I i can't help but, but but think he would have become a bit of a recluse. You know? I can see and, that. Yeah, you know, I don't think he really. I think he wanted to be an artist of note, but not to the extreme that he was. I don't
2: think he ever I, expected I bothered him to be that big. And that, and if you remember, and then we'll we'll take a break. If you remember from the grunge era. There there was a big don't ever sell out thing, which right. is kind of what the cover of Nevermind is implying. Yeah. With the dollar bill and the fish hook. Right. You know, there that was a big ethic with that Seattle grunge scene. Mm-hmm. Is don't sell out, man. Stay true to your roots, man. And I think he always felt, from what I've read, like he almost betrayed that ethic by... Yeah. It really, accidentally becoming really rich and stinking famous, you, and you
3: have to be a, a certain excuse me, per, certain personality to pull that off. And oh, I just yeah. don't think he was there.
2: I don't think it, he, he was either. You
3: know, he was not, you know, a, a showman like an Elton John, no, or, or even an Axl
2: Rose, no, uh-uh. sense,
3: you know, or Jim Morrison, right? No, he guys. just
2: he loved the music. Yeah, I mean. He just
3: did it for you know, that's what he loved doing. And, yeah. I, and I think when he when he got put up on that poster with those guys. It just got to be too much for. Them.
2: I think it was, and and I think it was hard on a lot of them, you know. And yeah. uh, for that reason, uh, because I really and I think and I, I I should have said this earlier. Then we'll take a break, but that um, one of the things that I loved, one of the things I love about grunge is that they they always felt more like poets to me mm-hmm. than anything else, right. because the lyrics were more poet poetry like, if yeah. that makes sense. Right. And, and unfortunately, poets tend to be really miserable depressed people. people. That's, so,
3: you know. that's why most poetry is kind of dark. <laughs>
2: you yeah. know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so God bless. Uh, uh, never mind. I want to go home and listen. I'm going to listen to Nevermind in my car. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. Chris, stop telling me you were 13 when this came out. Would you stop telling me that you were 13 when this came out? Please? Chris? Um, (laughs) News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071.
1: I just turned 13.
2: Okay. That's Chris. Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Call button. Uh, the uh, Biden Putin summit has ended, according to MSNBC. Biden Putin summit. Try saying that really fast, man. Biden Putin summit. Biden Putin summit. Doesn't that sound like something out of a kid's nursery? I don't know. Biden Putin summit. <laughs> Come on, you guys know you're laughing. The Biden Putin summit has uh, come to a close. Putin to hold uh, a new, he's going to go first, I guess, and, and give a news conference because they're not going to do it together because Joe would look like an ass. Like a doddering old fool. Plus, don't you just kind of know he's napping? You know what I mean? They got to, they got to they gotta rest Joe a little. <laughs> You know what I mean? They gotta rest him up a little bit before they put him out there at a news conference. So they're letting Putin go first, so Biden can catch a few a few winks. You know, and uh, I don't know, man. It's, I, this is it's fascinating, but you know, we're, we're going to be hearing for the rest of the damn day and the rest of the damn week, no matter what Biden says. Biden could come out there and spend three minutes going, uh, and it'll be the greatest news conference ever. And he's, he really shook. He really rattled to a Vlad's cage there and really got tough with Vlad. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just going to be the rest of the news cycle is how freaking great he is. And Vlad, you know, I, what's he going to say? That's Now, that is the interesting part. I do want to see what Vlad has to say. You know what I mean? How's he going to characterize this thing? What's he going to say? <laughs> it was nice until he started drooling. Then it got a little awkward. You know, we'll see. So, uh, breaking news. Yeah, it's ended. MSNBC has been doing wall-to-wall coverage on this. Wall to stinking wall coverage. Even though nothing was happening, uh, <laughs> at least they finally got the damn chateau off the out of the corner of the screen there in Geneva. Uh, one of the other things uh, that was kind of interesting as far as uh, the Biden administration. Uh, apparently, it's okay to to enjoy July Fourth. Uh, the Biden administration sent out a, a, a letter to all the governors uh, saying that, uh, uh, you know, we want everyone to celebrate their independence from the pandemic. It's not about 1776 anymore. It's about independence from the pandemic. Uh, because, uh, and this is the AP story, and they're so far up the the, the butt of the administration, it's not funny. The White House is expressing growing certainty that July 4th will serve as a breakthrough moment in the nation's recovery even though the U.S. is expected to fall short of its goal of having 70% of adults vaccinated by the holiday. Doesn't say anything about you know independence or any of that stuff. Uh, and, and the Biden administration is encouraging people to have their own celebrations celebrating the independ- their independence from the from the pandemic. It's almost like the end of Independence Day. Remember after they killed all the Martians and stuff? And they reconfigured July 4th to be Independence Day for, you know, independence from the aliens? They just like sort of took July 4th over, you know? Now it's all about Joe Biden saving us all from the freaking pandemic. That's great. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, yo. Yo, Biden. Thanks for uh, allowing us to celebrate you on July 4th. Uh, that, that's what I was thinking of doing anyway. No fireworks, though, over Mount Rushmore because they're they're just a bunch of honkies. It's something else we were talking about on Ware and or oh, i got to take a break, uh, about, you know... Merrick Garland, your new attorney general, uh, making sure he's focused on the greatest threat to America right now, which are white guys, you know, white guys, honkies, crackers, Caucasians. Cock- crackers and climate change, that's, that's, those are the two biggest threats to America right now, crackers and climate change. And the thing is, uh, you know, the crackers, the Caucasians, us white people, we made the climate change anyway, so it's all kind of tied together. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five eighty five Sam, hang, should I go to Sam now or wait? Um, all right, here's Sam. Sam, how you doing?
1: Hey, good
0: morning. Hey. Good morning, Don. Don. Don Raima. Uh, about the Biden Putin uh, summit. Yeah. Now, was that a close match or was that a two two out of three best falls? Uh, <laughs> but you know, but you know, I think really what happened was uh, Biden was with Nancy. And they wanted uh-huh. to make sure to solidify that right. Nancy had her lifetime supply of
3: vodka.
2: Oh, there you go. All right. Well, she needs a lot. Oh, Putin's speaking right now. Well, we'll take a break because he's talking in like Russianese. Uh 5555 It's Sean on News Talk Five Fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one oh seven one. And we're back. Final few moments of the show. I'm Sean. Vladimir Putin is speaking right now. I don't know if we can hear it or not, but he's speaking in Russianese. He's speaking that Russianese, Chris. They got see how Chris is mocking me. I don't know what he's saying. Uh, about ten minutes in, Biden fell asleep. <laughs> oh, you got it. Let's take a listen.
4: As for cybersecurity. We reached an agreement, chiefly, that we will start negotiations on that. I think that's extremely important. Now, as for who needs to take on any sort of commitment, I'd like to inform you of something. I'm talking about something that's already well-known, but not known to the broader public
1: not from American
4: sources. I'm, I'm afraid that I'll confuse the names of organizations. Uh, but as for American sources, they've said that most of the cyber attacks in the world are carried out from the cyber realm of the United States. In second place is Canada. Afterwards, Latin American countries. And then comes Great Britain. Russia on this list. Where's Russia on this list? Well, we are a country whose cyber territory has the, the most. Uh, the, Russia's not on the list. Number one.
1: Second, secondly, we've received from the United States
4: 10 requests regarding cyber attacks on attacks in the United States. As our colleagues have told us, they are from the cyber realm of Russia. And there were two requests this year, both last year and this year. Our colleagues have received exhaustive responses. For our part, Russia last year sent in accordance, uh, sent to the state structures of the U.S., 40, over 40, and uh, 35 this year, and we still haven't even received a single response on that front. This says that we do have something to work on, and the question of who, to what degree needs to take on responsibility, that should be resolved during the negotiation process. We're going to start consultations. Wow. What we think.
2: So so he's basically, on the cybersecurity thing, he's saying... The Americans keep saying it's happening in Russia, but of all the places where these hacks take place, Russia's not even on the list. Canada's higher Canada is more responsible for cyber attacks than Russia. That's what he just said but didn't he say Chris did I hear right that he said something that this might confuse American sources or something
3: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
2: Wow. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see how this goes and we'll see if, you know, after Biden wakes up from his nap, you know, how he responds. Uh, let me tell you, champ, it's great. Vlad and I, we're, we're like this. We're just like this.
1: Our meeting last week.
2: <laughs> Our meeting last week in Canada. <laughs> you know, I mean, look at, look at, look at Putin, man. Look at that look at his eye. Like he just doesn't give a crap about any of this stuff, man. Oh, no, no. Russia was not even on the list (laughs) for cyber attacks. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Who's your source? Me. (laughs) I am the source of this information that the Americans do not have. He does, man. Don't he look like some out of a damn James Bond movie, doesn't he? You know? And Biden looks like a Muppet, you know? All right, so that's uh, that's what the sh- that's the show. What a fascinating day of news, breaking news. Oh yeah, Rob Helford uh, Helford is is a new Kentucky Colonel uh, out of uh, Kentucky, oddly enough. I guess if you can, you know, Chris asked me, we're asking like, how do you do that? How do you become a Kentucky Colonel? Yeah, implying that maybe I should try to become a Kentucky ter- Colonel, and my response was, I ate the horses. I don't eat the KFC, man. Sure I she's chicken. Sure, she's chicken. See? <laughs> si? Simo? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I did, man. I, once I met, met my wife, my whole life changed, man. I stopped mm-hmm. eating KFC, started eating churches.
1: Now the family's like the eight-piece mixed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I'm the okra. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's the show. Max Allen. <laughs> I'm the Max I'm the coleslaw. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine. Thanks to uh, Don Morgan, my good brother, Trey Ware, and Cleto for joining us on the air today. Uh, I'll be back for Jack at 4 p.m. We'll see you then on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bye.